took a short break for the Thanksgiving holiday, and we really unplugged at the Allen household. It honestly felt like a little bit of a staycation, and it was so, so needed and so nice. Because of COVID this year, we have gotten, as a family, we've gotten five trips canceled, and it is definitely, now it's December, it's definitely starting to weigh on my mental health. Like, I need a beach, okay? <laughs> we we just haven't rescheduled anything. Obviously, travel bans have been lifted, but we just haven't, haven't gone anywhere yet. Anyway, sister, I am so excited to talk to you today about the importance of a morning routine, and I know for a fact there's people out there listening right now that are rolling their eyes so hard and going to turn me off. No, no, wait, hold on. I promise. Stick with me because I'm going to blow your mind today. I just know it. Tell me, does this sound like you? Wake up, snooze button, snooze, 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 anywhere between five to ten snoozes, you know? Check your phone, social media, email maybe, depending on your job. Coffee is probably the first thing that you put into your body. Maybe you eat if you find something that you can grab out the door before what used to be rushing out the door for work, but what now is probably logging into your Zoom or your Google Meet. My husband told me there's something called Microsoft Teams or something like that too, so maybe you use that. (laughs) You go through the day the best you can. Some days are good. Some days you are really just trying to keep up. Other days, the day completely rules you. Then there are those ones that you feel like you're literally drowning and there's nothing you can do to help it. The to-do list is too long. There's no, not enough time in the day. And I'm talking to you, whether you are someone who is so busy with working full-time, other tasks, you know, maybe you like to wear busyness like a badge of honor. Or maybe you're really engaged in your work and you really truly love it. Or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom running the company that is your family. It doesn't matter. I'm talking to all of us because we all as women are typically socialized to put others, I mean literally everyone else, before ourselves. Here's the hard question I want you to ask yourself. What does it feel like to be you emotionally when you wake up? Let me paint a picture for you of what my life looked like not too long ago, literally just back in 2017 when I was a brand new first-time mom. Now, my daughter Emma was born in August of 2016, but I'm talking about like the first quarter of 2017 is really when Ryan and I's life turned upside down and started spiraling downhill. (laughs) We decided in February of 2017 that I was going to become a stay-at-home mom. I was going to leave my corporate America job that definitely brought in not the most money, but I w- we were about 60-40. I was breastfeeding at the time, and my office just really wasn't conducive for a breastfeeding mom. I had been walked in on once or twice by male co-workers uh, because they didn't have a door that had a lock, and It was just kind of a mess. I was really stressed out about leaving the baby for 10 to 12 hours a day, and my supply was dropping. So I just, I mean, it sounds silly, but I chose my breastfeeding journey and my daughter over financial security, and that's my husband supported me in that decision, so that's what we did. Um, Because I made that decision and I was uh, breastfeeding, and I kind of felt guilty that I wasn't bringing in an income anymore to help our family, I never asked my husband to help me with the feeding part. I took all of that responsibility on my own. So every two hours I was up at night, um, 
all day I was, you know, I was the one feeding the baby. Even if he was at home in the evening, he, he I just never asked him for help. We barely used bottles with our first daughter, with any of our babies. Um, I just didn't really know what I was getting into. I didn't understand the mental side effects that would come with making that decision. I really started to feel isolated pretty quickly. I felt completely alone. Um, you know, cause we were still social people. We had friends that would either come over or we would go out to dinner with friends and she'd be six, not six months, nine months old. I'm still breastfeeding. So I would have to isolate myself, go into a different room so we could quietly connect and, you know, I could feed my baby. So I really started to have resentment built up, bitterness and anger. And, you know, he could sense that and he started to feel the same same things. And it just ended up to be where our marriage was just completely in shambles. We did everything wrong that first year of parenthood. But I mean, even more than that, I just, I had no sleep. I was emotional. I had toxicity all around me and I was just a toxic person. First thing that I would do when I got up, like I had a second to myself in the morning, I would turn on my sports talk shows and they're not much better than the news. It sounds, it sounds a little better, but they're really not. I drank black coffee and I would scroll the highlight reels of social media. Or in the brief time periods when I did work after having Emma, I worked in corporate for a few months still. And then when we really got into some a financial bind, I decided to serve at a restaurant called Cooper's Hawk. So those few months where I did have a brief time period of working, I would wake up at the last possible minute, rush out the door, not eat a thing, grab an iced coffee on the way, even though I was already late. Yes, all of those memes are about me. <laughs> but I don't work for anyone else anymore, so ha, joke's on them. No, really. I hated the morning because I hated facing another day. I love my baby so much, I and I truly love my husband, even though we were struggling so bad at the time. It was honestly only because of God alone that I still had the teeniest sliver of hope in my heart that things could change. That's about the time that I decided to partner up with my network marketing company to take some of my power back. I joined for the at-home workouts and for the help with how to eat better because I didn't have any interest in eating completely clean. If I'm being honest, I did not. That wasn't something that I wanted to do. But I realized I had no idea where to even start when it came to eating healthier. I didn't really know what I was getting into when I started, but that decision is actually what led me here today. What I fell in love with doing that job as a health and fitness coach was the personal development piece. One book I read really early on in my coaching career was called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. If you haven't read it, I do highly recommend it, but I'm going to be really honest for a second. And Mel, if you ever somehow listen to this, I'm sorry first, but you have changed my life, girl. You have changed my life. Um, I will be honest and admit that I read that book, but I didn't implement it right away at all. Not even close. Why? Because the five second rule is a tactic to not hit your snooze button in the morning and just get right up. Let's just say that's not exactly who I am. God loves me for me, right? The book is filled with amazing inspiration, but also a ton of scientific research on morning routines. The research summarized, if you don't get a hold of your morning, sister, you'll lose your entire day. Here's the thing. A morning routine is not all about when you wake up, because that's always the kickback I get. Oh my god, I could never wake up at 6 a.m. like you do. Okay, that's fine. I don't expect everyone to. I have a handful of friends that are amazing nurses that work the night shift. 
And I want you all to know that a morning routine is not about when you wake up. It's not about what time you wake up. A morning routine is how you wake up, sis. How you wake up. We are not in high school anymore. And the wake up, check your social media, check your email, check into the world first pattern isn't working anymore, is it, sis? It's time for you to create a new pattern that soothes you, that serves you. It's time for you to put yourself before your cell phone. Now, all you overthinkers out there, like myself, if I haven't lost you yet, I am stopping you right here because this does not have to be an hour-long, five-part routine that you do every single day. I used to think that also, and when I failed, I was so hard on myself. That's counterproductive. That is not why we're here. So, here are four things you can do in the first 10 minutes of waking up that will help you have a more productive and a more joyful day. Seriously, four things in 10 minutes. Number one, get up when your alarm goes off. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. More science. That's that book I was talking about earlier, but the science seriously shows that when you continuously hit your snooze, you're actually making it a lot harder on your brain to get up. Something called sleep inertia. Again, five-second rule, Mel Robbins, look it up. But number one, get up when your alarm goes off. No snoozing. Number two, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand to wake your brain up a little more. And while you're brushing your teeth, say one good thing about yourself or your body in the mirror. Let's flex that confidence and that self-love muscle every morning. Because even if at first it's hard for you to pick and choose something over time, if you continue to do it, you're really going to start loving who you see in the mirror back right here and right now. Number three, do a brain dump. I really want you to write this out and identify one thing you will make progress on that day. I use a legal pad and I also have a journal, a couple of journals that I like. I'll link them in the show notes if you are interested in a prayer journal or just having a journal around that really can help you contain your thoughts, get your thoughts out. So number three is do a brain dump, a quick one, and identify one thing that you'll make progress on that day. And notice I said progress, not perfection. Progress over perfection any day. And after you do that brain dump, number four is set your quitting time for the day and stick to it. If you work from home especially, it says there's a law. I think it's think it's called Parkinson's law. If you write down you are getting something done in 30 days, guess how long it's going to take you? 30 days. If you say you're done by seven, you're done by seven. If you're a mom, set a time to where you're going to put you and your husband or yourself are going to put your phone away and you're going to connect at home with your family or with yourself. Now, some bonuses. Because all of those four things, getting up when your alarm goes off, brushing your teeth with a non-dominant hand, and telling yourself one good thing about yourself or your body, doing a brain dump and identifying one thing that you're going to make progress on, and setting your quitting time, all can happen within the first 10 minutes, and none of it takes your phone. Notice I have not said one thing about checking your phone. Leave your phone in the bathroom. Leave your phone in the kitchen or across the room completely so you do not check it for the first 10 minutes of your day at all. You are not using your phone as an alarm anymore. Okay? That's not an excuse. Go get an old school alarm clock. One of the reasons why I keep this routine super simple is because as a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom, my life can be a little crazy and my time that I have at to do a morning routine isn't always the same. I don't always have an hour. I don't always have two hours. I sometimes have 10 minutes. But if I start my day the right way, I feel invincible. I keep, like I said, I keep my routine pretty simple so I can stay consistent. 
Then on the mornings that I am disciplined with more time, I also like to spend time in God's word and to get a workout in and move my body as well. Like I said, when I get all of those things done, I feel invincible. But the change in the secret is in the consistency of cultivating new patterns. It's hard not to check your phone first thing. And sometimes I get anxiety about it. But sis, that's normal. We're both human with tendencies and with patterns. And we get to create new ones. Mel Robbins also said, When you set boundaries with work and you take time to nurture relationships and you stop looking to everyone else for validation and you instead work to cultivate a sense of worthiness in your life, there's a massive payoff. Not only are you going to have time to start checking off whatever personal bucket list you have, you're also going to start investing in yourself. So the real payoff is joy. Joy right here, right now. Not when you're 65, retired, traveling the world with your husband or partner. Joy is a state of being that you can tap into right now. You are worth more than rushing around and checking social media and checking email and putting your cell phone before yourself. You're more than putting the world before yourself. You have a purpose here more than checking all of these boxes that this world said we need to check and then posting about them on social media. Go buy the old school alarm clock. And if this has you fired up or resonated with you at all, I implore you to share this episode with someone who needs to hear it too. Share on your stories and tag me so I can personally hype you up for a new and refreshed daily you. Remember, the morning routine is not about when you wake up. It's about how you wake up. And remember, you are worth more than your cell phone. And I'm begging you to put yourself before your cell phone so you can fuel your heart, fuel your mind, fuel your body so you can free your soul. Till next time, sister. Talk to you soon. Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you. And I just want to say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.